0: Great job, ladies. I appreciate godly music, amen. amen? Man, just give me Jesus, praise the Lord. And none of you wanted the Broncos. You got kept quiet on that one. None of you wanted the Raiders. You kept quiet on that one. But I'll, I'll take Jesus, amen? And uh, praise the Lord. And the Cowboys, amen? <laughs> All right, I know that'll wake you up. I got some attention there, amen? Praise the Lord. Hey, Alexa, I'm excited for you today. I'm excited for today. Aren't you excited to be in church this morning? Hey, listen, we, uh, there's no other place to be than the house of God. No other place to, to hear the word of God preached and to be God proclaimed. Hey, the God who saved you, amen? Hey, he deserves our attention today. He deserves our worship today. He deserves our giving today. Hey, he deserves our attention because, hey, he brought us through another week, amen? And uh, now we begin the first day of the week. We begin for another, another seven days. We need Jesus. Hey, we need, you know what preaching does? Preaching, it keeps us together. Preaching, it holds us together. Hey, listen, I want to encourage you. Uh, <clears throat> this morning we heard a, a, just a tremendous a lesson on the book of Exodus. Hey, I encourage you, hey, get in on that on Sunday school and get in on that. Listen, you know what? Sunday school is, is my favorite time. I love preaching, but I like teaching as well because teaching is what, is, is what keeps you going. It keeps you going. You learn how to become a Christian, right? you got to learn to walk. We learn to crawl before you walk, amen? And, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, Sunday school hours where you get a lot of, lot of uh, milk and learn how to, you know, we, we tell our people this. I just don't want to tell you to go to church. I just don't want to tell you to read your Bible and pray and, and give. And, and we, we hear these things, right? We hear it. But why do we do it? That makes sense? Why do we do it? Why do we do it? How do we do it? Where do we do it? And that's where you learn in Sunday school. I love that lesson this morning in the book of Exodus. And uh, the key words, that I, I, like, I like the book of Exodus, is, is because of that word journey. Because Christianity is a journey. Because God saved you out of the world, out of Egypt. Now we're on a journey to the place where God wants you to be. Listen, there's a place, every one of us in here, there's a place that God wants you to be. There is a place, maybe a ministry, or maybe there is a certain, uh, there's, there's, there's a will for you. Every one of us, God has a task and has a job for us to do. So never say, no, Lord, that's, that's not for me. Yeah, it is for you. It is for, it's for all of us. And I remember, I remember thinking about it. Sunday school, it helped me to be where I am today because of learning the Bible, learning God's ways, learning how to be Christian, what to avoid, and how to act, and how to talk, and, and listen, I, I need a lot of work, amen? Hey, I went to school at Santa Fe Indian School, so I needed a lot of work, amen? And uh, so I spent some time there, and uh, I always wanted to come back to Santa Fe. I always wanted to plant a church there, always on my heart, and uh, but God had other plans for me. We're serving on the Indian Reservation now. And uh, God's called us back to our people. Hey, I'm here with my wife, Amber, our girls, Mariah, raise your hand, Mariah. Naviah, raise your hand real high, all right. Janiah, raise your hand real high, all right. And uh, we're from the Navajo Reservation, and uh, we're excited to be here. We are coming in from Texas, and uh, we're down to, at a missions conference. And I, I've talked to you a while back, and uh, we, we chit-chat every now and then to get permission for, uh, for Brother Dominic. Uh, to come down, he comes out every year, uh, helps us with our VBS. He just has great time, and we sure enjoy him. And I'm just excited to hear, just to hear the growth of him and his family. His, Where's Janae at? Where are you at? All right, pray for her. All right, I want her to come down there too. Amen. So hopefully we get her down there and things. And God's been, God's been doing some great things. Good to see Brother Montoya, and uh, good to see him and his wife here. Praise the Lord, getting plugged in here. Hey, listen, I'm excited for what's going on here. And every time Brother, John, Brother Dominic uh, go, comes down, he, he brags about you. You know what that means? He means he loves you. Hey, he's excited, man. We ought to have a heart like that. Hey, he brags on his pastor. He brags on you. He brags on what's been going on in his school. He brags on the Lord. Hey, I like that. I like to be around people like that. Amen? Hey, be around him. Maybe you you get some of that. Amen? All right, take your Bibles, Ephesians chapter number 6. Ephesians chapter number 6 today. And I want to be a help to you. Hey, listen, we, we are living in some, some crazy times, aren't we? Oh, man, I tell you what, it's, it's getting, way. hey, listen, it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get any better. Hey, it's going to get better when Jesus returns, amen? And when he comes on that white horse, hey, when he comes on that horse, he brings us up. Hey, listen, that's going to be a glorious day. I can't wait for that day. Hey, but let's see, we don't know when that's going to come. But listen, we got to stay faithful. Hey, we got to stay in the word. Hey, we got to keep serving God. So I hope this will be a help to you. And uh, hope it be helped you. Let's go ahead and stand if you will. If you're able to, go with me to Ephesians chapter number, chapter number six, chapter number six, verse number ten. Here's what it says: Ephesians chapter number six, verse number ten. The Bible says, "Finally, my brethren, <clears throat> be strong in the Lord." Hey, that's where you get your strength from. Amen. Is who the Lord? All right, you get strength from the Bible. The Lord is what gives you... Hey, anyone ever want to quit sometimes? Hey, listen, we need to go to the Lord to get strength. All right, we need strength. We get it only comes from God. Hey, we don't get it from television. We don't get it from the world or, or worldly counsel. Hey, we get it from the Word of God. We get it from the Lord. That's where we draw our strength from. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the who? Devil. Devil. Man, he's busy, isn't he? Man, he's busy. We were a witness. We were were going soul winning one time. uh, Right next door to where our church is is now. And I knocked on the door. Real quick story. I have you sit. And I knocked on the door, and and, uh, I said, hey, Pastor Ryan, hey, we're a pastor here at Old Pass. Hey, we'd like to invite you to come to our church. Hey, we just want to invite you. We come see, hey, listen to some preaching, some teaching. We'd love to have you come be our guest. And he goes, uh, and uh, he goes, I said, you go to church any time before, anywhere? He goes, nah. He goes, yeah, I used to. But he goes, "I, I I believe in God, and I believe in tradition. And he says, he goes, can I tell you something? I said, go ahead, tell me. He says, "Uh, you know why we have all this war and all this murder and jail and all this stuff going around today? And I said, tell me. I I want to know what's going on here. He says, it's because of the devil. I said, yeah, that's right. He goes, you know what? He goes, "Uh, here's what happened. He goes, "Uh, the devil got loose, and man, he started causing havoc. And then NATO and all the world powers, they got together, and they captured Satan. And he was serious. I said, they captured him. He goes, yeah, they captured him. They put him in some underground tanker and they tied him up and they built this special rocket. The special rocket and they put the devil, they tied him on this rocket and they flew him to space. And he was serious. He goes, and, and I said, well, he's, he escaped. He's back here. He's still causing havoc. <laughs> Amen. And so anyway, a wild against the wilds of the devil. Verse number 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for church. Lord, I love being in church. I love hearing teaching. I love hearing preaching. I love hearing godly music. And I love people sitting in pews listening and, and, and just are hungry for you and thirsty for you. I pray, Father, that would never go away. Lord, we need you more than ever. Father, our society is it's not, going, it's not doing too well. And Father, we need, to, we need to be strengthened. We need to get strength from you. Father, I pray, Lord, that this will be a help To your people, we thank you for this church. We thank you for this pastor. We thank you for his vision, his love, his leadership. And we ask, Father, that you continue to bless this work. And I pray, Father, you would challenge us today through your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. We see here in uh, verse number 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood... But against principalities, against powers, we see here that our our fight is not with flesh and blood. Amen. It's not the preacher against you. It's not you against the preacher. Hey, it's our battles against the devil, against spiritual wickednesses, spiritual darknesses. That's what we're facing. That's what we're dealing. Okay. Now, how do we how do we face that? How can we get victory? How can we overcome evil in this day and age how do I mean we hear about it we see it we we walk around it it's all around us but how can we overcome because you're like me it's it's, it's frustrating isn't it man it's frustrating. You see in the direction of our government and all that's going on in our society and our generation we see all the confusion we see what's what uh, in this day and now is what what the Bible says is good, the world consider is bad. And what the what the world can consider, what, what we think, what, what is bad to us, the world thinks that's good for our our society. And it's just backwards. And listen, it gets frustrating. I mean, how do we overcome this? How can we how can we keep going? How can this how can we keep this from affecting our hearts, our relationship, our families? Our marriages, our children. How can we continue to move forward in this dark age? Number one, we say. Let's look into this, okay? Let's look. Let's look into the verse above. Says it makes it clear that the battle of the believer fights. Uh, the believer fights is not against the people, okay? But it's against the rulers of darkness. These rulers of darkness is Satan. We know that. And there are some things and some things that we need to do as believers. Listen, if you don't know Jesus Christ today, listen, we, I have a solution for you. That's Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Hey, listen, if you're struggling today, hey, you have question marks all over your life. Listen, I have a solution for you. I have, I, I have, the, I have the source that it's sin. It's, what's, it's this evil sin that's in us. Every one of us, there is this, this sinful nature in us. Every one of us, yes, we want to do right. We want to be a good husband. We want to be a good Christian. We want to be a good leader. You want to be a good wife. You want to be a good student. But every one of us, we battle with our sinful nature. How do we overcome that? How do we get victory over our flesh? What we want to do, we don't do. Is that what Paul said? The things I do, I do not the things I don't want to do, those things I do. And so we need to learn some how to, how to take action. And there's going to be some things that we must do to get victory over spiritual wickedness. Number one, it's going to take action. Okay? Look at verse number, verse number 12. For we, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood notice for we wrestle it's one thing to talk about it it's another thing to take action amen we got to take action listen (laughs) excuse me if you want victory in your life then go get victory hey you want to be a good husband hey then go be a good husband Learn from the Bible. Many godly principles, uh, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Amen. Hey, you want to be a good wife? Hey, listen. Uh, wives, love your husbands. Hey, ma- amen. And so, uh, kid, children, you want to be a good student, you want to be a good, uh, good kid, children, obey your parents. A lot of biblical principles are found in the Word of God. It's going to take action. The verse says, for we wrestle so there is a spiritual battle that you are in, And you will never win by being idle. You can't be idle. You can't be idle. Idle meaning in this is undisciplined. Okay? Is being slack. Is having poor character. Is having, being lazy. Being unethical and being unresponsible. Those are poor characteristics of being spiritually idle. Because when we're spiritually idle, listen, the devil has a heyday with that. That's when the doors of your mind open to the devil. He brings bitterness. He brings doubt. He brings anger. He brings frustration. Endless goes on and on and on. So we have to take action for we wrestle. Go with me to Jude chapter... Only one chapter. Jude. Go to Jude, look at this. Here's how we do it. We take action. In Jude, look at verse number, verse number 20. He says, "But ye beloved, what's that next word? Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. So how do we take action? Is it says right here, it says, but ye beloved, building, building what? It takes action, right? I mean, we're right in the middle of our building project, and there's action. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of moving parts, a lot of stuff going on. We're making progress, we're, we're moving forward. We can't just say, I want a building, I want lights, I want drywall, I want this, and, and not do it. So we have to build. Look what it says, but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. you got to build your faith. We take action by building your faith. How do we build your faith? Listen, here's how you build your faith. You come to Sunday school, 10 a.m. Hey, that's how you build your faith. Hey, how do we build our faith? We read our Bibles. We build our faith by reading our Bibles. How do we build our faith? We build our faith by praying to the most highly. That's how we build our faith. How do we build our faith? talking with God, having a relationship with God, relying on God. We are building our faith. When you give your tithe, well, you know what you're doing? You're building your faith. Hey, when you support missions, you know what you're doing? You're building your faith. When you're going soul winning, you know what you're doing? You are building your faith. When you pray, you are building your faith. Now listen, when you don't come to Sunday school, When you don't go to church, you're building your flesh. When you skip prayer, you're building your flesh. When you don't read your Bible, you're building your flesh. When you get counsel from worldly influences, you're building your flesh. When you skip out on your tithe, you skip out on missions, you're building your flesh. What does the flesh say? What does the Bible say about the flesh? It's contrary to what God wants to do in your life why we got to build it up we have to take action and I encourage you stay faithful because we wrestle not against flesh and blood but we wrestle against spiritual wickednesses. it takes action by the believer to defeat darkness so we build your faith First Corinthians fifteen eight fifty eight. the Bible says therefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast unmovable always look at this Always abounding in the what work of the Lord. You're always busy for the Lord. You're always striving with God. You're always doing something for God. That's how you build your faith. That's how you keep busy. That's how you defeat spiritual wickednesses. Is you build your faith by taking action. And it says, for as uh, abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know. That your, what, labor is not in vain in the Lord. So number one, how do we do, how do we overcome darkness? Is we got to stay busy? It takes action. Number two, number two, we must stand with truth if you are going to defeat darkness. Bible here, go back to uh, Ephesians chapter number six. Ephesians chapter number six. It says, verse 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand, you have to stand for what's right. You've got to follow truth. Stand for the Bible. Stand for what God believes. The world may be- not believe what we believe, but that's your choice. I believe it because it's truth. You know the truth is going to set you free. I am the way. Truth. What it is. We got to stand for what's right. We had in our church a family a while back. uh, Pastor, he called, he, he came and I could tell something was going on in his Something was going on in his in, in during the service, he was not the the normal person. I could tell when I was preaching he wasn't he wasn't engaged in things and I talked to him after the services. I put him aside and said, Hey brother, I said, Is everything all right? I noticed there's some something going on. And he goes, Yeah, he goes, There's something going on. And he goes, This is gonna be my last Sunday. I said, What I said, what's going on? What happened? And you know, as as a pastor, I'm concerned, I want to try to I'm all about rebuilding, and and I said, "What's going on?" He goes, "Well, he goes, I really don't agree with what you preach." I said, "What well, you did before? What changed? God doesn't change; His word don't change, and I'm not going to change that." He goes, "Well, I don't, I don't believe what you preach, and and I, I don't like the music, and I think we should have better music, and I think we should have some, and your, your." You're always the uh, church. Always wants money, and he says, I don't like that very much. I said, okay. Uh, so you don't like me preaching about money, but your, but your wife works at a casino. I don't. I don't understand that. And and uh, he says, well, he goes, I'm. Not, he goes, if we if we can have some better music, then I'll stay. I said, well, God bless you. Hey, I'm not going to change my music. Hey, I'm not going to change the version of my Bible. Amen. Hey, I'm not going to churn for what's right. I'm going to stand for truth, and I'm going to stand, and, and uh, they, they may come, and, and there's going to be people. Listen, we're in a day and age now, this is going to be considered hate speech. What we preach against homosexuality, and, and uh, what, what we preach on, on the church, and the doctrines of the church, people consider it's going to consider that hate speech. But listen, I'm not going to change. As long as I am building my faith, I'm able to stand. As long as I'm communicating with God, I'm. as long as my relationship with God is right, I'm in tune with God, I'm where I'm supposed to be, I'm doing everything that God wants me to do. Hey, listen. Be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Hey, I'm going to be able to stand those who oppose what we believe for what I preach and what your pastor preaches and what your, what your faith is based on and what you believe and what you stand for. You're going to be able to stand against that. My own family don't believe what I preach. My, my mother had come. And he, she goes, son. She goes, uh, your nephew... They're, uh, and his girlfriend, they're going to have a baby. Can you do a, can you do a baby dedication? I said, no, mom. Can't do it. She says why not? Because they're not married. So you understand the baby has, the baby dedication has nothing to do with the baby. It has everything to do with the parents. And they're not living right. And I said, mom, you, you say that you believe God. And I said, and I said, I'm not for that. What is the devil trying to do? Trying to push and I'm standing. And I'm standing. Brother Dom, come over here real quick, man. I'm going to pick a fight with him, man. (laughs) You want to see some tribal wars right here? All right. Pretend he's a spiritual artist. Give me a little shove right here, man. I'm going to stand. As long as I'm praying, push me again. I'm going to stand. You're not coming behind my church. I'm going to stand. As long as I'm praying, I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand. The world may try to come in. Hey, I'm going to stand for what's right. And they're going to try to shove their way into the church, into my life, into my home, to my kids. But I'm going to stand against what's wrong. And he's wrong. (laughs) Amen? (laughs) How am I able to do that? By building my faith. Therefore, I please God. His eyes, I'm faithful and I'm doing the right thing. Amen. Listen, this is not a time to put our guard down. This is not a time to get soft. This is not a time to compromise. This is a time where we need to stand. You see these young kids? Twenty years from now, they need this church. 20 years from now, they need a church on the reservation. And if you stand in serving God, serving missions by soul winning, staying faithful, this next generation will have a church to go to. Because it's our responsibility to stand now for them. You know, Joshua, was there anyone after Joshua? No. Folks, that's, we're getting close to that. Man, I, I'm, I'm excited for, for our church, and, and uh, we have two works now. And we begin to, our, our church in, in Winderrock, God has been so good, and, and, and uh, he, He's blessed us with having how many men do we have? 14 men in our church. Praise the Lord. And, you know, we, we start, I started to train them. I started to teach them the, the banana, you know, song leading. I'm teaching them, man, Brother Montoya, I, I'm back here, Brother Montoya. I'm back here, and I, I want to lead the music because I'm used to doing that as a church player. I'm used to leading the music. I'm used to um, uh, reading the announcements. I'm used to kind of leading everything. So when I'm, I'm, when I'm visiting a church, I'm, I kind of just sit still, and I want to do something. I, I was ready to ask your pastor, can I? Can I hold an offering plate or something? Or Can I read the announcements or something? I, I, that's, just, that's just me. That's just who I am. I like to serve. And, and we begin to teach our men how to, how to preach and how to take care of the services. So we've been gone. And listen, they have been doing a wonderful, wonderful job. I got a text yesterday. And one of the men, hey, Pastor, we went out soul winning yesterday. And uh, we had one saved. Praise the Lord for that. And so they're, they're running the whole services, and I'm enjoying it. Folks, that's what it's about. What am I? I'm teaching them to continue. To continue. See, you must stand. The Bible here says in John 14, Jesus said, I am, uh, I saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me, John 8, 45, because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. Darkness, look at this, If we can defeat it by, by our righteousness. Righteousness is the act of doing right. James 5.16 says, Confess your faults one to another, pray one for another, that ye may be healed. The affectionate prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Listen, every one of us in here, every one of us in here are dealing with some things now. We all go through struggles. Hey, listen, you may come into the church and you may may put your best foot forward. Hey, you may put on that smile. Hey, you may put on that, that pretty dress. You may put on that nice tie, that nice suit. But listen, there's some of us in here who are hurting inside. Hey, there's some of us today who are struggling. Hey, there's some of us who have question marks in our life. Hey, there's some, of, there's some marriage problems. There's some, there's some things going on at home. There's some things going on in your life. There's some things going on. It may be a financial issue. Hey, It may be it may, a spiritual matter. It may be an emotional matter. You may be going through some depression. You may be going through some stress. You may be going through uh, some marital issues, and you don't know what's going to hold tomorrow. Listen, we all go through things in life, and those things, they weigh on us. They're burdens for us. It's why you need each other. To pray for each other. You need each other to, to pray and to help each other, and to encourage each other. Brother, hey, listen, I want to let you know that I love you, man. I'm praying for you. You know how much that makes a difference? When you know someone cares about you. When you know that someone loves you. When you know that, listen, I love getting a text message. I love getting a voicemail. I love getting emails. Hey, Brother Nez, we're praying for you. Hey, Brother Nez, we're for you. Hey, Brother Nez, listen... We go through so much in life. Hey, I preach the Bible. And I preach the truth. And sometimes I'm get i I'm the one who, uh, who has a target on my back. Your pastor has a target on his back. His wife and his children, those of you in leadership, you have a target on your back. And it is stressful. It's hard. You try to tell the truth. And you try to tell them that's not the way to go to do things. Here's the solution to your problem. Here's what God says to do it and you don't do it and my people don't do it and it gets frustrating and it breaks your heart. We feel like we've not done our job, not done our duty and it hurts us. We might not tell you or see you but it hurts us when you don't do right. Hey, It ought to hurt you when someone's not here. He ought to hurt you when you know that someone is struggling. Hey, go visit them. Hey, go take him out to dinner. Give them a call. Shoot them a text. Stop by their house. Bake him a pie. Do whatever you can to encourage them. Hey, listen. Hey, I love you. Hey, brother, I love you. I love you too, brother. I notice you've not been helping Be yourself, lady, man. I'm praying for you. Is there anything you can do? Hey, call me. Text me, okay? I love you. See how much of a difference that makes and pray for each other this is people come here for answers hey it's not about you it's about who comes into those stores we had a gentleman come by he says pastor I've Always come by the church, and but I'm always just scared to come by and I'm scared of being judged. So, no, so you come in, what's on your mind? Sit with him, he tells me what's going on. And listen, you don't know what goes through those doors. You don't know what's going on in people's hearts in our families in the church. You need each other. Has to be unity. That's how you defeat darkness. Because if the devil gets a hold of one family, it can cause some division in a church. It can cause some problems in a church. Listen, you need to hold each other's hand. Hold them high. Hey, love you. Let me help you. I'm praying for you. Is there anything we can do for you? Please let me know we'll pray for you. I mean that. That's how you defeat. It's how you get victory. Being righteous, doing right, reading our Bible, staying focused—we defeated by soul winning. Matthew four nineteen, he saith, "And then follow me, and I will make you fishers of men." And every time, preacher, uh, there on the reservation, we deal with so much, so much stuff. It's it's just unbelievable. The things we see in in homes as we make visits in our bus kids, and we see the hurt. We counsel and they don't listen. Or families they get out of church and as a pastor it it does it does bother me. But as a pastor, I mean, I, I don't I don't I'm not a super Christian. I'm not a super missionary. And and I, I mean, sin doesn't bounce off me. Pew pew pew. You know, it doesn't do that. And listen, I get tired just like you. I hurt just like you. But sometimes we, we focus on ourselves, don't we? About the problems that we are going through. I, what, what I'm going through, I'm doing this, and I, and I, and I. And you know what the remedy for that is? Go soul winning. You'll find out real quick that it's not about you. And you're going to find out that your problems is nothing compared to what's behind those doors that you knock. And every time we get frustrated and we, we always go soul winning and Navia, Nevaeh, raise your hand, honey. And she's, the, she's our soul winner. She's our, come here, sweetie. And here's, a, here's what she does. She comes up to me and she comes up to me and she says, Daddy, is it soul winning time? When she when I'm all frustrated, she comes and she says, Daddy, is it soul winning time? Is it soul winning today? It really isn't, but it's time to go soul winning. And she takes me, she goes, Dad, where's that track? And she takes me, she goes, You know what that encourages me. See what a little child does. It, she helps me to focus on God and not myself and not my problems. sweetie. See, when you go through things in your life, hey, go soul in it. Go tell someone about Jesus Christ. We were, we're, uh, we we're filling up here in Santa Fe this morning and i seen a gentleman not doing so well and, and he came up and he says, excuse me, sir. He goes, do you have any, do you have any change? And he was just dirty, long hair and, and he didn't smell so good and, I didn't brush him off because Paul said, Such were some of you. He came up and he said, Sure, do you, you uh, have any change? I said, Silver and gold have I. I'm Baptist, man. I don't have much. Do you have money for me? And I said, Listen, I said, I'd give you a cup of coffee, something to eat. And I was inside the store. He goes, Sure. I said, where are you from? And he says, oh, I'm from, I'm from South Dakota. I said, you Sioux, Lakota Sioux? He goes, yeah. Is you full blood? He goes, yeah. I said, what are you doing down here? He goes, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just here, is what he said. I told him about Jesus. Hey, listen, Jesus loves you. Jesus cares about you. You know, sometimes we need to focus On people rather than ourselves. This is what the devil wants is to you to focus on yourself, become selfish. And our eyes become off of God and off of church, off of prayer, and it becomes on on us. When you go soul winning, it helps you to get your eyes back on God. How do we defeat that? By God's word. You will never defeat darkness without God's word. The Bible says Hebrews 4:12, "For the word of God is quick and powerful and is sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God is your sword to fight evil. Hey, what's a mechanic without a tool? What is a Christian without their Bible? It is the word of God that brings us closer to God. It is the word of God that brings us, and it helps us to stay strong, it helps us to stay focused. It helps us to give, it helps us to love. It helps us to see things as God sees them. It helps us to love as God loves. This is what the Word of God, this is what, this is what changes you. It is not just a book. Let this, let this Word of God pierce your heart. Read it. Learn how to navigate the Bible. Learn what it says. Listen, I like what your pastor said. You see, you see Jesus all through the pages of the Bible from cover to cover. <coughs> you know who else you see? You. Two people you look for in the Bible is you and Jesus. How can I apply this in my life? How can I overcome this? Is the Word of God. Is the Word of God. It's quick and it's powerful. This is how you become a better man. This is how you become a better Christian. This is how you become, this is how your marriage is restored. Hey, this is how you know where God's will is for you. This is how you, this is our instruction. Hey, this is our blueprint. Hey, this is a, this is God's love letter to us. And whenever we feel sad, whenever we feel uh, disappointed, whenever we feel lonely, listen, open the Bible and, and let God speak to your heart. Let God uh, help you to understand that you are here for a purpose, that you are, in existence for Him and that you are precious to Him, that He does love you and that He does want to use you, He does care about you it's what the Word of God does it brings us hope, hey the Bible brings us forgiveness, hey the Bible brings us truth, it brings us the things that we crave, it brings us it's just the manna, it brings us it's, it gives us, it fills our thirst it fills our hunger, it fills us with righteousness, it fills us with goodness, hey you want to be You want, who wants to be a good person Hey, you want to be a good job, a good dad, a good mother. Hey, we all desire that. How do we do that? We live word to word of God. Amen. It tells us how to overcome evil. It tells us what to, what to look out for. It tells us how we should act and how what we should do. It tells us our responsibilities. It tells us what we need to do, how we need to say, how we need. Listen, this is what we need. The world needs this. World needs this. Amen. Listen, son. Hey, Jesus loves you. You know that? Cares about you. Says so a young young boy. I never I felt like no one cared about me. Man, my mom wasn't around, my dad wasn't around. and I was so I felt so alone. I tried to fill this emptiness that I had in my heart. I tried to fill it with drugs and with alcohol and worldly pleasure, and it never did me any good. It gave me scars. It gave me disappointments. brought shame in my life. It brought embarrassment in my life. Oh, then came Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, my wife, opened oh, this precious book. Oh, God loves you. God cares about you. There's still hope for you. God still loves you. He still wants to use you, Ooh, Me. After all what I've done in my life, God still wants, to, yeah, he still wants to use you. I read through the Bible of God's love and I began to read about how even Moses killed someone and yet God still used him. Even David messed up in his life, but yet God still used him. Even Joseph was innocent and he paid the price for it, but yet God still used him. How yet Samson was was created for God's glory to help his people, but he wasted all that God had given him, but yet he still did something good for God. He turned his weakness into his strength. Listen, don't tell me there's one person in the Bible that did anything for God. We all can do something for God. It's in here. Listen, listen, this is how we defeat spiritual wickedness. This is how we defeat depression. This is how we defeat stress. This is how we defeat problems in our life, in our homes. Hey, listen, this is the answer. This is the answer. All you got to do is open it and ask God to show you something, and He will. And He will. Lastly, we defeat it by protecting your mind. Keep the word of God, church, your salvation, fresh in your mind. Good. Romans twelve two, the Bible says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Protect your mind. Protect your mind. Your thoughts. Because your thoughts affect your actions. Focus on God. Have the mind of Christ. What would God do in this situation? How would God, how would Jesus handle this situation, how would I, what do I do have the mind of Christ? Well, here's what Jesus would do. Here, here's what I believe Jesus would handle the situation, have the mind of Christ. As we read in, in our text, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers and rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual weaknesses in high places, We see in verse 14, stand therefore, having your loins girdle about with truth, you're ready to fight. And then protect your mind. Don't let any evil, evil thoughts in your heart, in your mind. But focus on God. The renewing of the mind. That's why we come to church. There's probably some this morning that said, Man, I don't feel like going to church. I don't feel like getting up and showering. I don't feel like getting ready. I don't feel like cooking. I don't feel like. Getting the kids ready, man, I got a lot of work to do. I got to do laundry. I got to get ready for Monday. I got to get ready for this. Man, I I, I, mean, I, I just don't feel like going to church. Guilty, anyone? Yeah, I've been there. But I had to, hold on. Let me refocus here. Let me think this through. If I'm not in church, I'm going to displease God. And the people that I've been witnessing to—they're not going to believe what I believe because I skipped out of church, and they're—they're going to know I didn't go to church. Well, God, I, man, this is my last. This is my last fifty dollars. Do I give the missions, or do I give to, or do I pay uh, my bill, or what do you got to refocus? Man, I promise, God, I give to missions. I promise God I'll give the missions. I promise God I'm going to soul win. I promise God. Hey, renewing of the mind. Because the devil, this is what he plays mind games. He plays tricks on us. He twists things in our mind and our hearts. Therefore, we react in a wrong way. We say things we shouldn't say. We, we do things we shouldn't do. But how do we defeat this? How do we overcome this? It's by the Word of God, by renewing of our mind, by building your faith, by praying, by giving, by serving, by sowing and staying focused on God. It's being faithful to church. Listen, you have no idea how blessed you are. And I hope you do. I hope you are privileged to have a, a beautiful auditorium, beautiful, a beautiful facility. Not everyone has a place like this. Many times we met and there's no electricity, no running water. Our little grandmas are freezing, or, Pastor, it's cold. Appreciate what you have. Be thankful for your pastor, for his wife, for how much he loves you. How much he cares for you, how much he prays for you and his wife. Know how you can be a blessing to them? Follow them as they follow Christ. Be obedient. Be servants. That keeps your mind focused on. What did Jesus say? Follow me. Follow me. God gave you a gift, gave you a pastor who loves you, who invested in you all these years, cares about you, who loves you. That's why he's here. How do we defeat this? How do we get victory? Help him. Because the devil's after him and his wife and his children get around him encourage him you know Moses he was encouraged by the that held, held his arm up when he held his arm up he got victory there's times when we feel like this need encouragement that's how you defeat spiritual darkness stay focused stand for what's right Keep serving. Let's pray. Father.